welcome to episode 49 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. Wow, 49 episodes. That's yeah. just one less than 50. That is one less than 50. We're yeah. very close to that. We were just arguing, literally arguing, yes. over what we're going to do for our 50th episode. And we can tell you that we are going to do something. Something. <laughs> we do something cool, and it'll probably be a giveaway. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, we're arguing okay. over what, specifically, we're arguing over what it should be. Yeah. I want to give away something really cool. And Alec was like, no, you shouldn't give that away. No, he wanted to give away something <laughs> really lame that was stopping him because uh, it was just no. really lame. It was not lame. It was pretty lame. It was super. It, cool. No, no, it's not. It was a lot of models. <laughs> all right all right so we'll we'll figure it out but anyway that's our tease you guys should listen to episode 50 it'll be our 50th anniversary or 50th anniversary wow 50th anniversary. wow man we've been we're, doing we're, we're old <laughs> our 50th episode have we been gone for that long yeah no not that long okay okay uh let's let's move on okay hobby progress not a lot to report not a lot to report no uh, I've just been continuing to work on Death Guard. Um, I made some progress on the uh, on the Chaos Plague Marines. The Plague Marines. Mm. Um, I've pretty much finished the little uh, Sorcerer Bloatcaster guy. Yeah, he's pretty much done. Um, babyface, yeah, the babyface done. And just worked on a lot of the metallics <clears throat> on the um, Plague Marines. They're they're slow going because they're so detailed, but they're going to turn out awesome. They're going to probably be one of my best looking armies. It's gonna look awesome. Yeah, they they look great. Great models. Yeah, great uh, models. We we've gushed about them so much I at know. this point. We should just move on. Whatever. Move on. Well, I, I I we probably need. I'd like to get some more. Okay, so I probably want to get Typhus for that army. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's talking about the Tallyman. I don't know what the Tallyman's rules are. Do you Ooh. remember what they are? Yeah, he, he has some sort of aura ability. I'll have to I'll have to check. Okay, after. well we'll check on that. All right. Yeah. But uh, apart from that, I'm just like doing little tiny things, a lot of little cleanups and stuff. Yeah. Fixing bases, fixing broken arms, sure. fixing. Like, does it happen to you guys that every time you play, like, you always have to repair guys? Because it always feels like there's always arms that have fallen off, swords that have fallen off, something has gotten broken or just come off. Didn't happen this time. Didn't it happen ha- this time it for happened. good reason because we had a very low model count in this uh, battle report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it did happen. It does happen a lot with uh, Deptus Mechanicus, particularly the oh Rust Stalkers, because yeah. they have the fiddly little like Those sword swords. Arms oh yeah, that they do all the time. Chaos often has that problem because all the spiky bits. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, what, what other armies? Yeah, if you could tell us that, that'd be nice. Cause I mean, we, we only have, we have experience with a limited set of armies. So it'd be interesting to know what other uh, armies have a lot of spiky bits. That I just bet you orcs off. are probably, probably an issue. That, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, um, maybe Terranids? Do they have like a lot of spines? Mm, they have spines? Do, but they seem like tougher. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think turns are going to be too... Spines and tails, maybe? Would, yeah. And not Necrods, because they're all pretty easy. Yeah, no. Necrods are very tower, sturdy. Not, tower have no yeah, like. They, 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 have, they have the occasional... Uh, they have the occasional antenna. antenna. Yeah. yeah. Eh, it doesn't really come off. Mm, sometimes. Yeah. That's so much. And I haven't had too many problems with them. It's really been, um, for me, uh, the Adeptus Mechanicus, number one. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, always fixing those dudes. Freaking yeah. rest stalkers. Yeah. I ended up not taking any any of my hobby stuff to New York this time. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it turns out I didn't have that much time. Well, there so we I have a feeling that when I go back to New York in about three weeks, I still not going to have that much time. So I'm, I've resolved myself. I'm not going to take any hobby materials when I'm traveling there. Okay. I, I, only, I was only in New York for three days, two nights, three days. 
So I, I didn't go to uh, the GW store, which I meant to go. There's two places I would like to go in New York. Uh, there's uh, the GW store. Yeah. Right? And then there's the Complete Strategist. And that's like this general war game and uh, miniatures and tabletop oh. game, a, a, a store that's just crammed along the walls. It's like long and narrow and just crammed to the rafters with um, awesome stuff. Mm, cool. They have a big 40K section. Yeah. Yeah, I've bought stuff there. I've bought X-Wing stuff there. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we have not played X-Wing in so long. I know, we got to play X-Wing. Yeah, I, I, I have I no idea what the meta is. Yeah, the X-Wing trait, I don't know why we haven't like done it in so long. Because we forget. Yeah. And you know what? Because we're all excited about 8th edition. We're, yeah, we're always doing like a 40K thing. And this is like, yeah. yeah, we don't have... We don't have time for other games. Ugh. Cramp our lifestyle. <laughs> Speaking of other games, just one quick note. Yep. Cuphead, too hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, were playing, um, we were playing the video game Cuphead yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't played I haven't played video games in a while. And then I last last uh last night I had the fortune of playing um of playing Cuphead for the first time. Who yeah, no, I, I get I get why I see all these like reaction compilations and whatnot everyone yeah the anger and rage at that game is very justifiable i think i think if i think if i had more time and i was still in the video gaming i could probably manage some of it after many tries yeah no but oh it is it, it so is punch I, I, I bought it most because i love the style the art yeah, style, yeah, yeah. 1930s max fleischer style it's beautiful it's all hand drawn looks awesome uh, and I haven't played a platformer in a long time. I thought, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, I used to be pretty good at Super Mario Brothers. Little did you know. <laughs> wow, it is. I couldn't even get past the first like challenge, the first level, right? <laughs> and then you came in and you showed me how to do it, but it was still like I couldn't do it. You got pretty far. You got pretty far uh, as far as like f- I, some I, of the initial levels. I got, I got, I got past like yeah three initial levels it's and then a, i hit the toads yeah i i'd say i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily i don't i wouldn't call it unfair i i think that i think there are patterns that you learn and that you just have to kind of get used to they're very difficult uh patterns but i I, w- I wouldn't call the game necessarily unfair just very challenging and i'd say a bit of if a big time investment because yeah. you have to really you have to really train yourself to learn like okay what, learn, what's learn this, the patterns yeah what's this boss yeah. phase gonna do or yeah. what comes in this section of the run gun or what i or don't have that time anymore i just can't do that you know i, I yeah. can't i can't just create new muscle memory and spend the time to do that um so um i'm gonna probably watch more twitch versions of people playing, <laughs> playing the game, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually playing it myself no yeah if you i i'd i'd, I'd recommend it if you had like if you have the time yeah uh to invest in the game yeah no go for it it's it, it's gonna be very rewarding after you beat the boss after many that's what people say screams you've, and you've earned it once you've earned it you've, you've earned it yeah you, you after, get that feeling like oh thank god after many throne controllers have uh <laughs> been replaced you will right. right feel satisfied yep okay all right well let's move on to uh rumors 40k rumors and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. uh news and rumors the big thing is that one tyranids codex is out as of this weekend, which is great. Yep. Uh, which 
that we don't have. We don't is... have, but we may get. We'll see. Possibly. Yeah. Like I said, well, I may get the codex for the sake of because I'm interested in the codex and knowing the uh, background of oh, the Tyranids. But you're not. You don't really like the look of the army, though. I No. I mm. mean, there's the thing about it that, you know, it requires me to get it. Like, I'm, there's like no models that go, oh, wow, I got to get that. I think, I think they have a cool look. Yeah, no, they're fine. I just, they're not, they're not, but there's nothing in there. Like, I look at it, the Blood Angels army, and I'm like, oh, man, those guys are cool. I got to get those guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I look at Tyranids. Oh, yeah, like, nipple armor. That's cool. That's not it. That's not it. Space vampires are cool. <laughs> Space vampires. So, so it wasn't the nipple armor? I was under no, the impression I this no, entire no, time. I, you sure? The nipple armor came afterward. Like, like I ran into it. Like, oh. <laughs> what's this Bat, Bat, no Batman and Robin no, no I no. was like uh, what's this it's kind of weird Schumacher no, no okay no, fine. no, no none of that <laughs> no it was all like it was cool red armor and black armor and like oh, okay. with a lot of gold trim like that's cool I could I could, do I could rock that look uh, yeah no I think I think it's funny, Turnits wouldn't be normally something I would go for, but I think they have I'm, I'm a sucker for that sort of alien look so I think they yeah I think they look cool Right. Um, well, we're, we're probably gonna get the codex. I yeah. just don't not gonna get the models at first unless we get so sucked into the codex. And they and they have a really cool like apocalyptic feeling <clears> around <throat> the army. They're, like a lot of the well written fluff around them feels there's like this big dread of like oh no, Tyranids are coming, everyone's gonna die. Yeah, well, pretty um, much because it's true. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I really I really enjoy that sort of like doom and gloom mm -hmm. feel for an army. It gives them sort of an intimidating edge. Other, the yeah. other thing that's happening is that it's the first weekend for pre-ordering Necromunda Underhive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. The models don't thrill me. No, me neither. They they look a little too, like, try hard. We're looking, we're trying to be like these cool gang. They, 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 they don't look, they don't look 40K enough, honestly. I think there's... There's a certain aesthetic that they have that feels a lot more gen generic mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. it really should. For, I mean, they really like it's weird because they're detailed models, but mm -hmm. they're just I, I guess just the design of them makes them look sort of like, uh, oh, we're kind of punk cyber future people. But nothing about them to me screams 40K. No, I mean, I would the models to me look like they would be good source of bits. Yeah, like that's, like, that's it. Like if I really wanted to customize like an Astro Militarum unit, yeah, you know, or or create a you know Inquisitorial Warband, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I might get, pick up some models from one of the gangs and you know go to town. Yeah, they look cool, but not not really. I'm not interested in gang warfare in the Underhive. Yeah, and like like for me, with 40k, there's always something big at stake, <laughs> right? Yeah, this planet, this sector, you know reality itself you know it's something something at stake here gang warfare over turf yeah no that doesn't feel you know it doesn't feel like it's and some people like the smaller scale of stuff no, right I, I no i think i think a small scale story could like a small scale events could work in in 40k i think yeah. uh like dark heresy is a great example of that okay uh, sort of like uh like, that's the rpg game right yeah it's like it's like very invested it's almost like uh how do i like like a new r story but you know you're in you're in the 41st millennium. You have to solve like a sure. mystery or figure out what the, what's no, no, this but, cult doing. Okay. And stuff like that. And maybe, and maybe it, and it can sometimes be a bigger thing. Like, oh, maybe like a planet's at stake because they're trying to summon like this big demon or whatever. Sure. And you're there to break that cult wide open and yeah. thereby end that threat. No, but to me, see, but there's, there's like a, it's tied into a bigger story. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gang but, warfare to me isn't tied into a bigger story. No. 
No, it's not, right? It's 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 not. It's it 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 feels there's no real I don't know, there's nothing there's nothing for me to cling to there. There's no like even again, small sales stories can work if you have like a good like if you were invested in the story. Right. And this me this is just gangs fighting over turf and that's not particularly engaging on its own. It needs like it would need like really interesting characters and if, this if is just kind of a board already, game. I bet you Black Library is going to be doing necromantic books, like underhive books about, you know, yeah, detailing life in the underhive and why the motivations of certain gang members matter. It it would be a real it would be a really cool thing to have like a 40k like really like a noir like a like with a 40k noir. Yeah, 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 no that'd be great. Yeah. You have um someone from the uh maybe from the Arbides or even lower than that. Yeah. Some sort of detective-esque figure uh, and you can see like the like the hives from their point of view. And the gang warfare mm-hmm. from their point yeah, of view. I could see that. That would be that could be cool. Yeah, I think that could be interesting. Right. Okay. All right. And you can like t- and you can use like a ton of things. You could use gene stealer cults, for example. Breaking as, it, like like going undercover and trying to basically uh, investigate a gene stealer cult would be very cool. You have gene stealer cults. You could deal with Alpha Legion. There's like a there's there are some interesting figures that go even to the street level. Yeah. There's interesting oh, it's factions. Not, it's not the street level that concerns me. It's not that that itself is the problem the problem is that the motivations for gang warfare are usually either turf or money right yeah and that's very and that's flat it. exactly it's like there's like okay right. well well this plant's gonna get eaten by the tyranids anyway so why are you fighting what, over it what, what, who cares like who cares fleets are coming <laughs> it, it's 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 right. rats fighting over freaking over scraps. scraps of food e- yeah. exactly and that's not interesting to me you know the galaxy isn't at stake yeah even yeah even like even like the planet's not at stake it's just kind of right. like these gangs or not even the city not even like a city right not even a city right, right. so and i i just it's i find it hard to get excited about necromunda i agree yeah you i know, agree I, yeah so anyway so we're not ordering it no i don't think no. so I'm, I'm still by the way i still can't stop thinking about that um citadel um grip thing the one where you put the <laughs> You have like you have like a system that's perfect. I I saw somebody like like use it to grip other things besides miniatures. (laughs) Now you have to have it. Wow, they can grip other things. I know. Holy mackerel! I think it's eight bucks. Remember, I said at one price it was stupid, and one price it was like, so it's eight bucks. I'm like, okay, for eight bucks. (laughs) I don't know. It's eight bucks. You don't need to spend, man. I guess not. I guess not. Whatever. We'll see. I'll, I'll actually have to hold it in my hand, and I'll determine. Hold it in your hand. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Any other news or rumors? You men- you mentioned the chapter. Oh, whatever. right. Yeah. Okay. That that seemed significant. The other the other big uh, rumor that that we're hearing is that of course uh, chapter approved is coming. So chapter sometime approved. in December, DL yeah. is going to release. It's the the forty k equivalent of the general's handbook, which is a uh, a big book that basically encompasses all of the armies in the game and then uh, tweaks the points, values, and rules. So it's, it's basically a, a, a yearly balancing of the game. Yeah. So that you are basically, we've been playtesting this game for GW for all this time. And uh, here's the result of all of that. Hmm. And the rumors we're hearing is that it's coming out December. And it's you know if it's anything like the uh, like the you know Warhammer the Sigmar you know equivalent it'll probably be fairly inexpensive twenty five bucks or something yeah and then it'll have like all of the updates for the points and all that stuff yeah that'll be uh, what do you think needs the most point 
changes right now? Oh, me? Yeah. Um, most point change? Yeah. What have you discovered is like super cheap that, you know, is like maybe too cheap or too expensive? Something too cheap or too cheap or too expensive. I don't know, actually. I think, I think uh, towel riptides are, riptides? for me, towel riptides got uh, a little too expensive. A little too expensive. So I think they need to probably come down just a little bit. Yeah. Same thing with broadsides. A little too expensive. They need to come down a little bit. I, I noticed that for one. I think knights are appropriate. No, knights have an, I think the knights have an appropriate cost. Uh, Drop pods are a little expensive. Drop pods, uh, at 100 yeah, points. 100 points. Yeah, they're, I think little. they're too expensive. I think they probably need to come down. If they came out like 25 points, that probably would be used more. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, at the same time, well, they are very useful. Yeah. They are very useful. Yeah, right. But, um, but at 100 you know, points each, they're like maybe... A little, a little too I guess, expensive. I guess we have to. Uh, it depends on what we consider a appropriate amount of discouragement from uh, right, and what the appropriate amount of cost is. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I, I guess the uh, like anything like, wanted, you're, like wanted, you're more chaos. Yeah, focused, I'm, so like, I'm more chaos focused. I just I don't I don't think I really have a I, the obliterators actually no the obliterators. They're not great anymore, so I don't think that I'm not sure of their point costs off the top of my head. Right. But if I remember correctly, it was larger than it should have been, and they don't really have. They have like a random. They have like a basically randomly selected group of stats for their guns, as opposed to the right. really cool thing they were able to do. It's weird to hear me praising the last codex, but here I am doing it. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, no, they had a really, like, they could choose different weapons to fire, and that was neat, like different heavy weapons. Um, I'd honestly want to see that come back, if it could. If it's not, okay. But at the very least, cheapen those guys. I'd also say Warp, Warp Talon should probably get some sort of more interesting or useful thing to make them viable. Yeah, um, I think they're expensive, and then they come in, and then they get shot to pieces because they're not able to make their charge. They're not able to charge. Right. If if they could re-roll their charges, or, they have they have blind, or which is good. No, they don't have they don't have blind. They don't they, have blind. They anymore? have they have. Uh, don't they have that thing where they? they yeah, you no, can't, you can't you can't fire Overwatch at them. You can't. Oh, you can't fire. Overwatch but that doesn't them. save them if they don't make the charge, and which they most likely won't. Right. So, I thought it'd be interesting. Why not just do the like. They only can get shot on sixes first turn they come in. The warp, the warp flame, that's not like very fluffy. Yeah, it is. That's the whole thing. They blind everyone, right? Okay. So everyone's like, ah, oh right. man, it was really bright. I can't see them. Yeah, I think I might make them overpowerful. <laughs> well, no, it, it, it gives them a it gives them a chance to like kill a unit, like their job, right. and then this next turn they can get shot to pieces. All right. Okay. It's not that's not too powerful. No. Okay. They that like at least get them let them kill like a unit. That's Terminator's true. got like armor and guns right. to cope with that. Hey, these guys are three up. They're not like not three up. I mean, they're, they're not normal. not three. Yeah. If you're okay, then maybe they're they'd be good against like stragglers <laughs> or someone who like or some scouts. Some scouts who are like ahead of the pack, they can like wow. ambush them. Sure, that's great. <laughs> how how lame are the warp talents if that's all you you see them good for um no they can they, <laughs> they can when they when they get in the no 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 no, no. <laughs> when they i mean I, what i'm saying is that's 
the level of firepower that they can survive. I see. If it's anything heavier, they'll get shot to pieces. Right. Um, they when they get into combat, they can kill some people. They can right. kill some people. But fools. they have to get into combat and they can't, right? Exactly. Now. Exactly. Right. You fielded them recently and they got shot to pieces. And they got shot to pieces. <laughs> um it, it would be yeah. Just give them something to improve their survivability. Okay. All right, well that's a good example. Okay. Well that's what chapter proof is gonna do, is hopefully Take a fresh look at some of the units and to see what works and what hasn't worked, and then do a little balancing. Yeah, I, I think the balancing overall between armies has been great for Eighth Edition. Um, yeah, and the points have been, I think, already smartly attributed to the units. But this is a way to sort of just like fine tune things, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're looking forward to that. That's that'll be a must get for everybody. It literally is a must get. Yeah, <laughs> everybody playing with the new rules, right? Mm. All right. So chapter proof coming in December. Yeah, looking forward to that. 2018 is going to be an interesting year for DW. I'm personally hoping for a few things, so I kind of want to know what you are hoping happens in the hobby in 2018. Well, I'm honestly hoping after the like initial like flood of releases for all the armies and to get their new fancy codexes, uh, I'm hoping to see continuation, hopefully, of the story of the actual like they they did some progress, three books worth. Um, actually four if you count uh, Magnus's return and all that. Um, yeah, and, and then they've done like the little tournament thing recently with Mortarian and all that. I, I think that ended an Imperial victory, right? So I'm hoping to see a continuation of just, yeah, just this overall story. Maybe some more of those kind of books. It's like big events that yeah. further the narrative. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it'd be, I mean, that's, that's a good thing, and that's a kind of easy to pull off, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's been it's been some progress, but I'm just fearful that there's going to be another big stall after like what we blew up Cadia, and then that's and then that's we kind blew of, up Cadia. We're bringing back some of the primarchs, primarchs, and, and uh, you guys fight out amongst yourselves. Yeah, but I mean, what does that mean? Well, that's, there's a big giant rift in the middle of the galaxy now. I know that's what, like, and that like what's happening. There. That's interesting. I want to see what happens with that. Right. I want to see what happens with the Primarchs. Right. I want to see how many come back. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I just want to see. And where's Abaddon? Like he, he's just like dropped off the face of the earth I know, after after Cadia blew up. Yeah. Well, Everyone's he, like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Cool job. I did it. I actually, then again, I never read. I admit, I must have been I never read the second book, mm -hmm. uh, the other book. He might have been in there or something. Yeah, but he's been prominently missing from, I think, any of the major events. Is he, like, are the Chaos Primarchs taking the wheel? If And if that's happening, are, can we establish that? Or Right. I yeah, mean, where does he fit in in a world of Magnus and Mortarian? I don't know. I mean... Like, if you... I mean, honestly, if you have a Primarch coming back into the picture, Avalon has to, like, cede control, right? Well, the thing about those Primarchs is that... They're very much of their own, of their own, of their own, of their own legions yeah, and yeah. of their own gods. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, there's no real like big contender for war master because anyone who had who had like potential are either like raving lunatics or dead. <laughs> yeah, or or dead. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, and there's no reason why Abaddon needs to like throw in with any of these guys. They're not. I mean, uh, they'll 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 come along for the party. Which which is, by the way, the reason why Chaos is never going to win is because they'll never get their act together. They're always like infighting. There's always a ton of infighting. There's always a yeah. ton of infighting. Right. Um. They do need to just kind of get over themselves. 
<laughs> I mean, right. yeah, they that's what they, they gotta do. They gotta get over themselves. They need a strong leader that need, will just whip them into shape. They need they need someone to unify them, basically. Right. They need someone to just tell them all to go, okay, we need a like larger battle strategy. They need their version of uh Robut Gilliman to come in and basically start yeah. giving orders. At least yeah. Something like okay. that. Robute. 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 Right. right. Yeah. I, I, and I, I, that, anyway, that's just what I'd really want to see. Okay. I want to see, I wanna see two things which are never going to happen, but I yep. want to see them. Sisters of Battle in Plastic. Okay. I want to I <laughs> see a full on. Okay. I want to see a full on Sisters Army in Plastic. You, you know would... GW can make, uh, you know, they made the Sisters of Silence and we know they can make those figures. So let's see that army now because it, it'll be incredibly popular, but I want to see it. You and the entirety of the internet. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Everyone then I want to that. see uh, the return of Sanguinius. Oh my God. <laughs> we, uh, okay, Dad. He we, did not. Dad. Okay. He's not like uh, like uh, Ferris Manus. He didn't like lose his head. <laughs> Dad, that that undermines. We we talked about this. That undermines. I still want to see it. I want the see. entire point of his character. See, I think the Sanguinor is like oh a a, a oh. shadow manifestation okay. of the spirit of Sanguinius. Please He's stop. not as powerful. Oh, but no, it's it's just it's just Sanguinor would like to. It's just a cool, vague like a figure that shows up and has some, and has like some possible implications, but nothing concrete, and that's what makes it cool. Um, listen. Sanguinius. It undermines. Sanguinius 2018. It un- the, the whole point of him was to sacrifice himself to get like the little chip in the Horus's yeah, armor. He, That's and, like his whole he, point. And he did it. It 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 would be like. <laughs> it, I don't know. It's it, you why are you having such problems with this? Okay, it'd be like um, it'd be like Jesus going. No, I didn't die. I didn't. <laughs> I never. I never I, died. I, lived. I never died for your sins. I never died for your sins. Plot twist. I, just, I, I went alive. out the back door. Um, no, he came back. See, so why, why not sanguinous? I mean, okay, that in the, that in another. I mean, that sort of undermines the thing. But I mean, the, the, he no, he still went through like a ton of stuff though, and that's and that's the whole. Th- it, it, it for at least for narrative purposes, it yeah. just it just undermines the sacrifice he gave. Okay, I, I I understand what you're saying. You think it, yeah. Like he didn't, I, he didn't. I see what you're he didn't get terror. Like the, the thing with Jesus and what makes that work is, yeah. Like he went through terrible, like horrible torture, and Sanguinius. Like he had like a fight and then lost, but he didn't yeah. like he didn't he wasn't like real. Like he didn't get like a crown of like no spikes well, it, on it's his not head. Exactly the same. He story. wasn't left on a cross to like right die from exposure. He just. Right. He had a fight and he lost, and that's like I'm sure it wasn't like a great death. It wasn't like a it didn't like feel amazing, but right. it wasn't like slipping peacefully into sleep. Um, but the size, but the sacrifice he gave was his life. Uh, so he sacrificed his life for his father, the emperor, for and the rest of the imperium, and the rest. Of, right. Okay. And it, yeah, so his sacrifice was his life. Jesus's was like having to go through all of that right. terrible stuff. Right. Yeah, I just think it would undermine it, really. Okay, all right. Well, uh, I still want to see it back. I still want to see it back. It'd be cool. I mean, the Blood Angels and I want to see Horus Sanguinius. back. We can't. We can't all have <laughs> Horus back. See, there you go. There's the guy that can lead the Chaos armies to you know. That, yeah, he victory. could. But you know, I, I if <laughs> they if be... they did that, I wouldn't go. That's a terrible idea. Why are they doing this? Okay, all right. 
All right. Well, uh, that's kind of what I want to see 2018. I want to see Sisters of Battle, and I want to see Sanguinis. Okay. Nobody can take that away from me. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. What do you guys want to see in 2018? We'd love to hear what you guys want to hear or what you, what you guys want to see. Uh, if you have an idea, send it over to the Eye of Terror podcast at gmail.com, and we will, of course, uh, read those suggestions on air. And hopefully GW is listening, and we'll bring back Sanguinis. <laughs> okay all right uh, let's take a little break and when we come right. back we're going to do our battle report which is a game of stronghold assault it was the imperial fists versus the imperial guard when we return Okay, we're back. Okay, this time we decided to really change things up. We decided to play a game of Stronghold Assault, right? We, yeah. We had this idea of, of a bunch of walkers storming a castle. Yeah, it was, it was modified from a previous brainstorm we had of like... And that might... That, let's, the, the, okay. let's, not, let's talk about that one because we might save that we one as a narrative game, okay? But basically that's the idea we, that, we should use them we should yeah, use that that there was a there was a fortification and we had a bunch of walkers basically trying to what would that look like and it turns out that you know the basic rule book actually has a mission like this yeah stronghold assault stronghold assault uh, i mean I, I mean we we had known that stronghold assault existed we just yeah. we, i guess we just didn't think of it in that context and we and never really thought to play it yeah we never did we and nobody that's the thing you should have looked through the book there's actually some missions in there beyond the, the yeah. normal six or so yeah you know, 12 or so uh, so we decided to play that, and uh, you took on the role of the defender, right, mm -hmm. uh, with fortifications. Yep. And I took on the role of the attacker. Yes, I did. Okay. Or yes, you did. Yeah. We uh, decided to play uh, a power level, 75 power level for you, and the attacker is supposed to get more, uh, have a stronger force. Yeah. So uh, my side had 85 power level. Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about your army and what you took. And there were some certain must-takes as a result of the, the mission. The yeah. The fortresses and the bunkers. So go ahead and tell us what you took. Well, starting off, I took the uh, fortification network uh, detachment, which is just three fortifications. So I took the Firestorm Readout, an Imperial Bastion, and a Plasma Obliterator. Not, not, not as explosive as I thought it was, but we'll get back to that what, later. What are those uh, fortifications, what are they armed with? And what, um, and what are their general stats? The Firestorm Readout actually has some options. You can go for battle cannons, okay. uh, Punisher Gatling cannons, or Quad Icarus Slaz cannons in event of terrible amount of fires. It has like it has some pretty like tough stats. It's toughness uh, eight, the Firestorm Readout. And three up armor save. It's got 20 wounds. The BS of five, which is... Mm, yeah, not great. Yeah, whatever. It can shoot... If it's not being manned by someone, it can shoot on its own. Uh, but it has to shoot, like, the closest target. 
And that's basically, and it's got 10 fire points. And obviously it cannot move. Right. That's right. a given. Yeah, so I took the uh, battle cannon variation. So that comes uh, with that comes with two battle cannons. Yeah, that came with two battle cannons. Right. Uh, both at both shooting at five up. For the Imperial the Imperial Bastion has four uh, heavy bolters, uh, one on each side of the building. And it has the option of the Icarus uh, last cannon or the quad gun. I want the quad gun. Mm-hmm. And the plasma obliterator, well... It has one giant plasma obliterator. Yeah, it has quite... uh, It's got quite the gun. 72-inch range, 2d6, um, strength 8, AP minus 3, 2 damage each. Uh, Whenever you roll 1, however, you have to... um, It takes a mortal wound. Okay, so um, that there's some disadvantages to taking the plasma. There are some disadvantages, but you know, twenty wounds and right toughness nine and three up armor save and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, no, it's neat. Okay, um, so three pretty strong buildings. Yeah, some pretty strong buildings. Twenty wounds. That's sixty wounds right 60 there. Sixty wounds. Yeah. Then I took the battalion detachment uh, with Creed. I don't know why I keep taking him. I never do anything with him. I never. It just he's just fun to have, you know. He's a fun guy. He's got a little cigar. She's got great stories. He tells everyone. Um, <laughs> um, I have the uh, Tempester Prime with the Laurels of Command, which didn't end up coming in handy. I had two infantry squads uh, with a Laz Cannon weapon team and Sergeant. I had the uh, Tempesta Scions with two Melta Guns. I had a Command Squad with a Medipack, the Voxcaster, and uh, the Laz Cannon. I had a Master of Ordnance with the uh, crazy Aquila th- that Keith allows whenever you, the whenever you the opponent uh, rolls to for Ish. command points, I can or does like a command point thing. I can roll uh, on a five up. I get a command point, which right. is neat. I'd right. say I used that last time. It was pretty useful. I had a squad of two basilisks and two squads of. With three last cannons each right, of the heavy, heavy weapons. Heavy weapons squads. Heavy weapons squads, All yeah. Right. Uh, and, uh, okay, so the, the point of the mission is that the attacker has to basically kind of take over the fortification. So if you take down the main building, the fortress, which was your bastion in this case, I would get six points. If you held on to it, you would yeah. get six victory points at the end of the game. Game was going to go on for six turns. The bunkers were worth three points each. Yeah. Then and you designated the... Obliterator and the and the readout. readout as your bunkers. Okay. Yeah. All right. I had eighty-five power level to play with, ten more than you did. So I decided to because this was going to be a walker heavy army because that was the whole point of the exercise. I took a tech marine uh, and a captain as my two HQs. My tech marine came with a thunder hammer, a commie plasma, and a conversion beamer. Conversion beamers not so great this this turn. No. Yeah. They're kind of this- weak. I mean, there's strength eight, but there's no AP value and only do one damage. Mm-hmm. Eh, not great. The ca- the captain, of course, has the ability, has the aura that we roll one. Yeah, no, that's great. And so I put him in the middle of all the dreadnoughts, and so and so that 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 made it crazy powerful because some of the dreadnoughts I included had two up, uh, had right? a two up. Yeah, so they can roll one. So it was crazy. Okay, uh, I took a predator. I took the last the last predator, so I had four last cannons on it and a hunter killer missile. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a Contemptor Mortis Dreadnought with two Curie's Assault Cannons. Those things are Strength 6, 6 shots each, 
AP minus one, and then one damage. Those things will just shred MEQs just like all day, all night. Just yeah. awesome. And also do damage against vehicles because there's just so many shots coming out of this thing. No, yeah. And because he, he's a contemptor, uh, contemptor mortis, he hits on a two. And he's got the captain next to him, so he's going to re-roll the ones. Yeah. Uh, it's just criminal. Uh, I took a, speaking of criminal, <laughs> the Relic Leviathan, Leviathan Dreadnought. Yeah. The forge roll model. He came, now, I had a bunch of choices for his main weapons. Yeah. There's a Cyclonic Melt-A-Lance. There's a, the Gravard, Gravity Bombard Flux thing, whatever. I decided to go with uh, Weight of Fire. So I went with the uh, Storm Cannon Array. And that's 10 Strength 7 shots. Man, that thing, it turned out, uh, did was pretty impressive. It actually was Strength 7, uh, AP minus 2, 2 damage each. <laughs> crazy right yeah 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 the uh he he hits on a two up mm-hmm. and uh he has a four up invuln save and he's got like 14 wounds on him too so he, he's like wow. ridiculously uh resilient oh he's in his toughness eight so again ridiculously resilient i took a fire raptor assault gunship sure and another forge world model he was equipped with uh two twin auto cannons two twin last cannons and then the avenger bolt gun again wow. just just crazy amount of uh it's a gun platform is what it is yeah right uh the other uh the other dreadnoughts i took was a standard dreadnought with a twin last cannons and then a dreadnought combat weapon with a storm bolter an ironclad dreadnought that uh came with a uh, seismic hammer a melted gun a storm bolter and a dreadnought you know close combat weapon and then I took a venerable dreadnought that had twin last cannons, and then a dreadnought combat weapon with storm bolters. I forgot to use my venerable dreadnought ability, which is basically uh, any wound if you re-roll a if you roll a six or something. Or you can basically shrug it off with a six. Oh yeah, not yeah, because he's a venerable dreadnought. I forgot huh. to use that. Oh, yeah. All right, so that that was my army. My my designation was Imperial Fist because I was storming the castle. Yeah. So that basically allowed me to reroll wounds against buildings and also uh, ignore cover, you know, advantages. Sure. Yeah. 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 And I kind of forgot to use the whole chapter tactics uh, thing. for a while. Yeah. Right. Did. Okay. Uh, so that was my army. Um, I got to go first as the attacker. Yeah. Okay. So I decided that the uh, uh, Avenger, uh, that basically that the Fire Raptor was going to go and try and kill some of those last cannons on the walls. You had set up this really cool looking. Um, Let's talk about the map for a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we play typically on a 4 by 4 table. You, on your 12-inch line, set up a whole, like, uh, you castled up, literally castled up with yeah. all kinds of, like, fortifications and stuff. Not just the three main ones, but you had all kinds of other terrain that you had set up. Yeah. So it pretty much, and then everything else was kind of, like, open terrain. Yeah, <laughs> I had no. a big, wide field to cover. Yeah, like with a few craters. A few craters here that and there. The dreadnoughts couldn't take advantage of. Only the captain and tech marine could. Yeah, right. So there was basically no cover for the uh, the dreadnoughts. It was going to be just like an open field as they approach the uh, the fortification network that you had set up. And other rules, you got to set it up however you wanted. Yeah, I got to set it up however I wanted. And you set it up pretty well. I, I think yeah, I think it would have been uh, a little cooler with more models. I think. I think. I think this. I think this game uh, would work. At, 
interestingly at a higher point value. Oh, maybe we'll replay it at a higher point value. Yeah, we yeah we might want to do that for with like a real big point value because I think it would it'd be cool to have like a lot more people because with yeah with the amount we played it was fun but we didn't have I don't think we had like enough where it's like a ton of guys manning the walls and some yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah, like yeah, yeah like I, yeah that would be actually groups yeah that charging. would be totally cool yeah yeah, I, yeah I'm up for that yeah that, well that'd be great I think we'll have to do this game mode again but um yeah, yeah. yeah anyway continue with your. Okay, turn. so in the first, so the uh, Fire Raptor shot at one of the heavy weapon squads. They all had last cannons, and using its Avenger bolt gun and auto cannon just obliterated one of those squads. So they're yeah. they're gone. Any any units you kill get you one victory point too. So that yeah. was you know one one victory point. Then I use the last cannons to put some wounds on the Bastion, and then I used uh, and then basically all my dreadnoughts and predators shot at the Bastion, which was your main fortress. And I think I had reduced it down from 20 wounds to seven wounds in that round, mm. right? So yeah. that was the extent of my turn. I marched up the Dreadnoughts, shot everything at the Bastion, basically, and then left it with seven wounds. So that was my turn one. What happened in your turn one? My turn one, I I didn't move anyone. Uh, I basically spent it shooting your uh, Predator. I think I, ki- I killed it the first turn. Yeah, that seemed like the most... Four las cannons uh, with three up to hit. That seemed pretty dangerous at the time, so I decided oh, I'll have to get rid of that. And the uh, your vehicle was a zoomer, right? Yeah, it was difficult to hit. Yeah, so I figured Super out, like, uh, So yeah, so it might was as well minus might, one. Might as well kill the thing that's the mo- the most threatening to my fortifications, right? Uh, that I'm trying to protect. So I figured I would get rid of that first, and then I think I did some wounds on your Leviathan. Did uh, I do some wounds on your Leviathan? I think you did a few wounds on my Leviathan. I think I did some wounds on your yeah, Leviathan. Not a lot, but some. Not a lot. Uh, it wasn't really a massive turn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, turn two for me, basically, the Dreadnoughts, they were all marching up on your right side, all in clustered up. Yeah, all, it was all up. Yeah, They didn't need to really move around a lot. Yeah. Turns out they could have because you had this thing called the Augur Array. That, yeah. That basically you pinpoint, you take a point and you put it on the field and then you... Uh, I roll a d6, and that's how far I can move the... In a way before. Yeah, exactly. It's a way of basically inflicting some mortal wounds Yeah. Uh, with some artillery fire. Yeah. Uh, so you kept kind of pinging me with that thing. So maybe I should have, you know, spread, spread out them out a bit. But eh, it was fine. So the, the Dreadnoughts all moved up. And it, it was a cool photo, too, because they're all dressed... They're all, like, painted black yeah. with red accents yeah, yeah, and yeah. white accents. And they're all, like, moving up. And it, looked, it made it for a cool shot. Well, I'll show you some photos if you go on our Facebook page. They kept shooting at the Bastion and took it down this turn. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no. They left no. it. No, no. They didn't Ooh. take it down. They took it down to, I think, three wounds, wounds left. Yeah. They, no. Three wounds left. I got rid of a second heavy weapon squad. Um, yes, you And did. then put some wounds, I think, on one of your Basilisks. But that was the extent of my, my turn. Yeah. Uh, my turn rolled around. I finished off your Leviathan. Started doing some wounds on another dreadnought. It, that basically was sort of the pattern: just designate a target, blow it up, and just keep doing that. Um, it was I was killing your I was killing your dreadnoughts. I wasn't killing them fast enough, and I think a big factor in that was uh, you getting first turn and getting rid of a bunch of last like three last cannons off the bat. Yeah, I think that was a bit of a factor in it. And as well as I think I might have invested, I'm not. I'm not sure if I. I I'm not sure if I invested my points correctly. I'm. I'm gonna have to go back and look at the uh, Astra Militarum uh, Codex and see if there's something I could have gotten that would have been a better. That would have been maybe better choices. Would have had a better choice than uh, 
I made. But yeah, I was while I was killing, I was still killing dreadnoughts. It right. just was not happening fast. No, uh, you brought down your scions in this turn too. Yeah, I brought down my scions. They did some. Da- they did some damage. Yeah, uh, they helped kill the leviathan. Men and were immediately killed. Um, <laughs> right, immediately they, died. Yeah, they put some damage on the leviathan, and then in my subsequent turn, uh, the Curie's assault cannon, uh, the contemptor basically kind of like glanced behind him. Yeah, saw the scions there, and then just. Shot them to pieces with his yeah, curious no, assault yeah, cannons. That was then not boom. Just, just turned into red mist. Yeah, no, that was not brilliant. Yeah, so so that that killed. It was it was in that turn that I think I finally killed um, the Bastion at this case and put more wounds on one of your basilisks. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's kind of how it went. The the dreadnoughts would march up and yeah. then just kind of also point at one thing and point one of, thing, shoot at it, shoot it, and kind I would, of destroy it. And then I would like shoot back with another. I, I I think I made a mistake in that in that um, I should have uh, advanced like like there was a, like yeah, my Iron Clan dreadnought has got really close combat weapons, right? Yeah. Apart from a melt gun and a storm bolter. Yeah. That guy should have been advancing from turn one. Yeah. Right, but he wasn't. I just kept him in the group because he looked good. <laughs> and that's not a good reason to do that. Yeah, no, no, no. But he should have been running up to basically get in your face, and but I didn't do that with him. And so as a result, you ended up killing him. Yeah, I did actually before, kill him. Before he got to the to the wall, the um, wall fortification. Tree. Yeah. 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 I think I uh, invested poorly in, I think I might have invested poorly, in, I guess, in fortifications? I'm not sure. I, I Again, I'm going to have to look back at it. But they weren't they weren't do, doing enough damage to justify their point cost. I think. Yeah, I think so too. I think like the plasma obliterator looked cool on the table. Yeah, but it, like at five up, like mm, hitting on a five up with a chance not. to hurt yourself, and you did hurt yourself with that several thing. times. Yeah, no, that's not. Uh, yeah, they were sort of a, they were way more of a burden than they were a actual useful item. Right. And you I think you that needed really... to take three fortifications for the sake of the game. Yeah, for the sake of the game. But they um, could have been much more simple ones like the bunker or something uh right? yeah or the, the, the the landing shield the landing pad yeah and then next time i'll go with i'd probably go with more simple uh, fortifications as right. opposed to anything particularly flashy right yeah they weren't they weren't really helpful in any meaningful sense uh and i think that's partially why spoiler alert i lost yeah um yeah. because you were able to you, after a while you were just able to kill enough of my people to deal to for me to go okay this is right you you killed the last bat you killed i think you killed the last basilisk okay i, I killed uh no so i killed one of your basilisks yeah i killed your master of ordnance i killed both heavy weapon squads i killed one of your bastions and then i killed an infantry unit and then the, at the last turn or not the last turn uh, yeah. what it would end up being the last turn you killed the firestorm readout yeah and that's when i went okay yeah no this is yeah i blew that up and once that happened that's that was, the game that was that was pretty much the game because uh, at that point we we added up the points and i had accumulated 15 points 15 points by and that point you, yeah. you had six points the only way you could have beaten me was to maybe table me yeah. but yeah that wasn't that, that was wasn't gonna happen, happen. That was my happening. flyer was had no wounds none of the remaining i still had uh like a venerable dreadnought a dreadnought and the um and an ironclad, no, not an ironclad. I had a venerable, the contemptor mortis, and I had a regular dreadnought, a tech marine, and the captain, all with no wounds, all marching up on you. Yeah, no, that was not a great situation. Yeah, I had a very elite small army, which was the point. They had yeah, all yeah, these yeah, dreadnoughts, yeah. but man, those things could just put a ton of firepower. No, they the, the leviathan with that storm cannon, t- hitting on twos, 
and then with re-rolling ones because of the captain. No, that's great. I cr- just crazy amounts of damage, right? Yeah. And I and I had forgotten to take into account the Imperial Fist chapter tactics of being able to re-roll wounds. Oh yeah, no. If that's... I'd re-roll the wounds with that sucker, I, they can re-roll wounds against buildings. Oh yeah, against buildings. I would do it. Not against yeah. everybody. Uh, I would have. I would have. Things would have gone down a lot sooner. But I, for, I forgot about that because I, I rarely use Imperial Fist chapter tactics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that Leviathan Dreadnought just I think that Leviathan Dreadnought and my and the Fire Raptor the two four door models ended up doing I think most of the damage. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I think they I think they really did with the um, amount of shots they put out, and and the quality of those shots. Yeah, I I think I think next time I would take like really like just smaller just smaller uh, fortifications that are like the more practical and more points wise just better because. Yeah, again, like five up, like five up to shoot, five up to shoot, no matter how good of a gun you have with no mobility and they like, they can like take some infantrymen right. that can shoot out of them. I mean, maybe you can cram in some really fun uh, things, you know, like the Jokero, like, just, right. like cramming right. Jokeros into a Bane plate. That was great. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, no, no. I, I think. Yeah, more basic uh, fortifications with, and then maybe actually some tanks. Like if you'd gotten some Lehman Russes, like if you yeah. knew you were gonna face walkers, maybe getting some Lehman Russes like battle cannons or vanquishers that had you know the ability to basically penetrate armor, you know, high strength kind of uh, things, might have been a better point cost uh, investment. Um, yeah, point. Yeah, they would have. I I don't know. I just saw. I guess I saw we didn't we don't really have a lot of like small bunkers. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we don't. No, we don't really. Um, and I figured, oh, I'll use these are will be fine, I'm sure. And then they were not. And now I know that. Now you know that. And now I know that. But we'll replay the game. I like your idea of basically like maybe doubling the points. Yeah. <laughs> on each side. Yeah. No. no right. No, no. That'd and be great. That that's going to be a lot more cinematic. To have suddenly this old giant army running across the field. Yeah. And, and all these guys manning the walls. Manning the walls. And it's like this complicated the, like uh, yeah. fortifications array. Yeah. No. That'd be great. Yeah. It'll be cool. Okay. It was a fun game. Uh, and I'm glad again we were using a lot of the tools that are already available in the basic rulebook. Yeah. We just decided that we're going to play non-conventional missions. Uh, as well as the cards, obviously. Yeah, uh, whether it's using the open war cards or using the you know the other less looked at missions in the rulebook, we encourage you guys to basically take a look and just wander outside the normal missions. I, yeah, I think I think this will honestly, I think this will keep us entertained for a while. It's not yeah. gonna. It, it looks like there's a large amount of stuff that, and that's great because and a large amount of missions because if you, you're just playing the same six. Or even twelve uh, missions over and over again with a similar with similar styles of play, it just gets boring after a while. Right, right. You just get tired of it. So it's always fun to have these those sorts of things to like switch things up, whether it be a different uh, mode of play, such as the stronghold assault, or just a mo- like a wacky fun modifier like the cards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's giving this the, the variety in Eighth Edition is pretty amazing. So take advantage of it. It, it's yeah. like playing a whole new game every single time. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Okay. Well, I had fun. Do you have fun on this mission? Yeah, I had fun. Yeah. yeah okay. Fun. It, uh, the game ended in turn four or turn five? Turn, I think. Four. Turn four. It was the top of turn four when I, uh, turn four, when yeah. I, when I uh, took down the readout. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So in this case, it was the uh, Imperial Fist 
winning the day yeah. against the Imperial Guard. They had, a, they had a new paint the... job. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right. Well, I think we're going to call it. This is episode 49. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, be sure to listen to episode 50 because we're going to be doing a fun giveaway. Mm-hmm. And uh, until then, I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. <laughs> we'll see you guys soon.